everybody's got thoughts. Most have you, but we've got lots. While we like to talk them through, we like to share them too. And we'll do so with you. Yeah, we've got thoughts. Though they're deep, we are not. Cause deep thoughts bring down everyone while shallow people just bring fun. Hello, beautiful people. Hello, everyone. Welcome Hi, to all. our fifth podcast. How exciting. But again, I feel like we need to clarify. It's only the fourth posting. Uh, let's oh, not. We don't have to relive that. <laughs> yeah, we're done with that. Okay. Um, I do want to give a shout out to Skip's friend, Sarah, mm-hmm. who has by far given us the most feedback and ideas and questions of, of anyone I've ever talked to in my hey, life. Sarah. <laughs> Sarah and her friend, Hugh. Oh, they, Hugh. Yes, they live in Bolivia. And uh, I think... They're also our biggest fans because she tells me it takes like three or four hours to download the podcast. <laughs> Shut your face. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're some sort of, you know. What continent is Bolivia on? Oh, dear. <laughs> what? <laughs> Do one of you two know that answer? Isn't was... it South America? Very good. Oh. Yeah, it's right below us. Thumb. That's okay, yeah. Sarah. When he first said he was going there like a year ago, I thought he was going to like the island of Ibiza of Spain <laughs> or something. So glamorized. Yeah. I, had, I was like, oh, Bolivia, that sounds lovely. As opposed yeah. to a fifth world country, which is what <laughs> it actually not, not is. To, just to clarify, not a third world country, not a fourth, but a fifth. <laughs> I didn't is even it, know if fifth world countries existed. Yeah, I was going to say, is it literally? Who refers to it as refer a fifth to world? It? Well, yeah. Sarah does, but I don't know if she's just being oh, funny or if that's dramatic. She's Probably dramatic. Uh-huh. Um, but her question was, and Hugh's question, I believe, yeah, was Skip. Do you want to el- elaborate on the question? Yeah, about is, like, is pu- Hugh a gay man? Hugh is. I don't oh, know okay. if Hugh wants us to share that, but oh. too late. Sorry. <laughs> well, well, Hugh, Hugh lives in Bolivia. If other people in Bolivia are listening to this, and you're now being strung up in the city town square, <laughs> yes, we and apologize. Lucky Hugh. Lucky sorry, Hugh. Hugh. Uh, I'm sorry. What's why would being gay in Bolivia be lucky? Well, because I'm guessing the social <laughs> outlets and internet connections, which you know, gay men in Minneapolis are using these days, from what I hear, um, are probably challenging in Bolivia. So lucky Hugh that we're spreading the good word. Oh, I see. Wow. <laughs> that made absolutely no sense. Right. We're his match.com. So in other words, it's like, oh. we are his match. We're actually sending him gays that we pick up on the street, sending them down to Bolivia for him to check out and decide if he likes or not. Jeez. <laughs> so, um, and it, was that point important, Megan? Well, no, I was just trying to figure out if, like, he was her gay in Bolivia. I just was trying to figure out who Hugh was for oh, future reference. because all co-workers. of us gays do belong to a woman. <laughs> that's, that's kind of our yeah, fight in life. Because we have, true. I have seen women get mad and defensive when all of a sudden you make friends with another woman. It's like, well, you can't steal yep. my... Yep. Miss Sarah and Megan here kind Deans, of had yep. throats before. Yeah, well, we've we're been at t- each other's, and we're especially at... The throats of other women okay. at the moment. I think we have pretty it's much pretty explored this. So, um, we <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, not what I was going to say, but oh, sorry. Okay, go on. What were you going to say, Megan? Nope. No. Nope. No. Nope. Not needed. <laughs> not necessary. Moving on. Okay. But it is true that everybody has their gay. So, okay. I think we're in agreement there. Skip. So, the question was, uh, is it appropriate to wear sweatpants and flip-flops in public and not sweatpants and flip-flops together just in general? Can you wear sweatpants in public? Is that fair? Mm-hmm. I have a very strong feeling on that you can. In fact, I make a point to wear sweatpants and not put on makeup and not do my hair 
as long as I'm wearing something that could resemble something that would be in a gym. <laughs> so if it involves a black yoga pant or some sort of running pant, I don't feel the need to put any makeup on and only a ponytail suffices for those days. You want to and I have to wear running shoes. You're athletic. I want to say I'm athletic and I'm comfortable in my comfortableness mm. and I own it. So you use your attire as a means to be lazy. That's right. Got it. That's it's right. It's kind of like a free card. It's kind of like a non-uniform yeah. day. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I went to Catholic elementary school and it's like a Friday non-uniform day where we would get those passes and you turn them into your teacher on the days you chose to wear jeans. This is an adult non-uniform day and I absolutely yep. embrace it. Yep. Full okay. Saturdays. Outside of the I hours guess. from 8 to 5, it's a go. Mm-hmm. Mm, really? Oh, Dean. Tell us, Dean. Sometimes, Sarah, you're within the hours of 8 to 5. <laughs> <laughs> but we, that's a different topic altogether. We'll cover that some other time. I guess anyway, so. I guess my thinking is, why, why not put your best foot forward all the time? I realize that we... now you're both in relationships, so it doesn't really matter to you anymore, but... It never mattered before. Pre-relationship, when she, what if you ran into your future husband? And no. you look like the sloppy crack whore. Nope, let me tell you a story. I was in my quote-unquote running gear, heading to my local Lunds. Yeah, Lunds. And I was in sweatpants, we were reaching for the coffee... I looked like hell in a handbasket, and he flirted the hell out of it with me. <gasps> who? Who is I don't that know. man? I don't know. At the time I was single, at the time I was thinking about giving him my number, he was really cute. This is like that episode of Sex in the City where Miranda gets hit on by the dude at the gym, and she's all like wearing mm-hmm. a Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of it's about confidence. As long as you're confident with yourself, I think you radiate that attractiveness. But I will say... If you're dressing in sweatpants and then you're belly aching because no one's looking at you, <laughs> that those right. things can't happen. You no, have to go out in public, dressed like crap, and expect people to treat you like that. True. <laughs> right. Yeah, I had complete success once in college, too, which was kind of fun. I did the whole getting ready thing, like with my girlfriends, did the whole hair. Actually, hair was in a ponytail. Did not do the hair. Makeup and a dressy tank, like one of those, you know, just standard dressy college tank, sparkles. Did it have so it some sort of sequin or star lace, on it? Overlay, lace. Oh. We were rocking all sorts of embellishments. You were and in your I zone. Done, so it's a black tank top. I slipped on some maroon sweatpants with Abercrombie across the butt. Threw in a ponytail and out I went, out to the bar. And it was a successful evening. I don't need to elaborate, but success. But can we clarify, you were where? (laughs) In college. When? (laughs) Oh, who knows? And where was this college again? In a small town in southern Minnesota? That's a bad point. You were, wait a second. We're grown ass adults here. I got sales. Oh, in St. Joseph, Minnesota. Yeah. Oh, that's a little different. Yeah. (laughs) Just the fact that you had sparkles on your shirt would have, like, sent any. (laughs) Was enough. Yeah. All right. Regardless, we're grown. It's time to act grown. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, the other <laughs> part was <laughs> some of us are more grown than others. But and just we to clarify, I could really give two shits what you wear in public, but someone has to play devil's advocate here. <laughs> You're doing a oh, good whatever. job. Right. You, you care. You comment. You, and you do. Care. Yeah. And also, God, like, Ugg boots, which I don't want to talk about. I will comment. I think you are ridiculous with yeah. that. Um, Ugg, Ugg boots. Are boots. Incredible. Ugg boots. Flats. Wait a second. Flats There's have grown on me because you keep forcing them upon my eyes. She does. She does. Which is fine. I'm you don't like flats? No. No. Dean, high heels, though fabulous, are modern day foot binding. And you can't argue any other way. I don't care. So when you see a woman <laughs> wearing stiff. flat shoes, you like 
think that's If ugly. I can prance my happy ass around a dance club in stilettos for a full eight hours, oh, it's not one that day. hard. You, one you day. did that once? I did. Ooh. At Ground Zero, nonetheless. <laughs> that was the last time I was at Ground Zero, Ooh, actually. Yikes. Ground Zero. That's another mm. topic. Lord. So, and Ugg boots. You don't like Ugg boots? Um, I don't, because I just think they look like sweaty feet. Okay, so because they're so warm and insulated that girls like have sweaty feet in them, and then no. if you take them off, they stink. They're actually it's like Crocs. They're created to wick moisture away from your skin. Crocs, I'm with you there. They're hideous. Uggs aren't even all that fantastic looking. Are they comfortable as hell? Absolutely. They're comfortable, yes, but would you wear them to a meeting, sure. Sarah? Because I guess <laughs> I think you have actually. So you can wear like, stuff like Crocs and flip flops to work. No. no, you can't wear Crocs, period. <laughs> oh, ever. Um, ever. Now, speaking of other heinous things to do in public, I think we should talk about public restroom etiquette. Okay. Because that's a conversation to be had. <laughs> it needs to happen. Because I will say I'm sick of walking to public bathrooms and dying. Yeah, I think I Because wanna... someone died in there. <laughs> okay. And now we have to suffer the consequence. Okay, how about the male point of view first? Like, what is the to do, not to do of a male public restroom? Well, first with urinals, you don't stand right next to the guy that's already standing at a urinal. You go to the farthest urinal away. And I know people who don't seem to know that rule. So that's the first one about that. Well, I would think that would just be like inherently known. That's what I thought. You yeah, just, like, I mean, because you're taught as a child that that's a private thing. So maybe mm-hmm. they were in one of those houses where like it wasn't a private thing and like the door was always open. So mm-hmm. when they go to the bathroom, their instinct is to go with others. Like, oh, I want to be next to you because <laughs> right. I'm going to the bathroom. Do they strike up a conversation or just check you out? Yeah, no. Uh, just, oh, strike up a conversation. Gross. And maybe check you out. Does anybody I hate out? talking to me in the bathroom. Don't talk to me in the bathroom. Don't acknowledge me in the bathroom. At all? Not even a hello? No, I guess, I mean, hello, fine. But I feel like it's never just ends with hello. Mm-hmm. Like, hi, Dean. No, it's hi, Dean. What are you doing today? How's your day going? What's happening? Talk to me about this meeting we were just at oh, while I no. hold my penis and pee next to you. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that's it's awkward. Weird. Especially when the conversation starts pre-bathroom and then you both happen to realize you, the bathroom is your destination. So you get there and it's like, well, separate stalls. Check you later. And the conversation should just naturally end. You should both be on that page. And all of a sudden, the one continues the conversation as you're tinkle tinkle next to each other. It's really oh, uncomfortable. It's so uncomfortable. But I just see, from a male point of view, I just see that's what you girls did. Because you always go to the bathroom together. No. I guess that doesn't seem weird to me. Well, it's different. Well, I guess, okay, this deserves clarifying. At a bar with my girlfriends, yep, typically we go together. I'm perfectly fine having up a conversation the whole time on the way in, on the way out, in the Even stall. in the stalls. Yep, okay. absolutely. So other women, other women in the bathroom are hearing this conversation. That's yeah. all fine. Well, that's yep. a no bother because we're usually drunk when all of this is going down anyways. So <laughs> right. what okay. do we care? Good. But I guess in the workplace or in other public venues like a baseball game or something, no, the conversation cuts when you enter the stalls. Okay. Maybe when we're washing our hands. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Girls definitely utilize that time to talk hmm. with the hand washing at the mirror Yeah, and the reapplying. So now another thing, Dean, I know you're really big on courtesy flushing, which to define courtesy flushing is to flush while you're actually going. Correct. Now, uh, before meeting you, I guess I didn't really even realize that this was... Yeah, I don't think I did either. No. See, that's really funny. I thought that was just like a common known thing. No. no. I'm trying to think who taught me. Which of my friend Kelly taught me about it. I, I think it was Bridget. No, I did that long before I met Bridget. Oh. But um, anyway, courtesy flushing is while you're actually doing the deed, 
a number two, you're actually flushing while it's like. Thank you for clarifying. Hitting the water. Yeah. And oh, you say so that you say by God. doing this, it reduces the amount of smell in the air. It reduces it. It sucks the smell out, and it sucks. So you're like, it's not just sitting there, stinking up the whole place. It's like getting sucked <laughs> out. And I don't care. I mean, if you have to go multiple times, then flush multiple times. I have been known to flush a few times. So and I have no, there is no shame in my game. Someone could be in the bathroom with me and I'm flushing multiple times because, listen, I don't want you to see it. It is you in know, some cases better than the alternative, but it's also a very blatant way to say, to saying, I'm having a hard time in here. Yeah, I got well, it. you're already sitting and shitting. Like, oh. Yeah, but it, I mean, it does add another like Layer dimension of. Like, oh, so I guess would, I don't care. So would the um, odor if you were not doing right. the courtesy flush. I'd rather. I think it's just in a less blatant way or something. I'd rather not walk out and have someone smell that and see me than yeah, hear th- me flush ten times. I think I'd rather let them know that I'm trying to be courteous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like, also think hence the word courtesy flushing. Yeah. I also think that you're really passionate about this because you understand that there is an alternative. Like, I guess I never really thought to myself, oh, it stinks in here. That person, whoever did this, should be shot. Like, I always think, oh, I oh, think no. the way that it There have is. been times when I've, like, walked onto the floor at the place where I work, and you can tell that someone died in the bathroom, and the entire floor smells. But I, it's, I don't think that person realizes that they could have avoided that. I agree. I think people think, oh, it's a natural bodily function. Literally, that's all I, I didn't. That's I did fine. Not know but about this I've actually you. thought about making signs to put up in stalls saying, <laughs> courtesy and flushing saves lives with a diagram or some sort of step-by-step <laughs> that says don't do a diagram. flush. Yeah. flush. Yeah. Not a diagram, but a step-by-step. No, Dean, have you spent much time in a third world country? No, and there's a reason for that. Okay. Because I was going <laughs> to say, I think maybe after spending a little time, you know, in like outhouses or just troughs Ugh. or third world countries where it's just outside i just well, don't no, even think don't let that influence you in a negative way i mean that should not become your new norm no, by any means no i get that right no, I, <laughs> I don't want you to take well in the fifth world country of bolivia they <laughs> just do it in a shoebox, and that's just how it works for them so right. now i don't know if that's oh, true so just lucky. to disclaim no, that that's right. i'm completely well, full I'm of it swing my back on the conversation piece just quickly don't linger in the bathroom and have a whole conversation. Like you can start talking while I'm washing my hands and then take it outside. Right. Like we don't, if there's someone using a stall, I'm sure they, they don't want you staying there carrying a conversation no. while they're trying to take care of their business. Cause mm-hmm. I can't pee comfortably without silence. Right. Right. So no. you like I to have the water noise. Yes. I'd rather noise for some of that stuff. There are times where I wait for an adjacent party mm-hmm. to flush prior to starting using said, yeah so on that note kind of evolving this topic a little bit how long after dating someone is it okay to do a number two at their house are we sure we want to delve into this just because really like all right we don't have to i just know yeah kind of it's gross for me kind of not like for me personally i don't personally have a problem talking about it like and i'll sit and talk about it to the hills with you Mm -hmm. guys but do people give a shit literally So someone I work with, we talked about this, and she's yeah. like, never, absolutely never. And I asked, like, well, what happens when you, like, move in together and stuff? And she's like, go down the street. And I thought, no. are you kidding me? No, she was, I mean, she's joking, but uh, but she seemed kind of serious. And she actually dated someone for three years and never did. So that put, now, Megan, That's I know wow. you've dated someone for seven months. For and seven st- months and, and still haven't. And when I even pee at his place, I turn on the water, so, like, you can't, like, what am I fooling him? Like I'm just in there <laughs> washing my hands all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I do it. 
Um, actually, this Saturday was the first time I did it, but he was here. So I haven't done it at his place. But I don't go to his place that often. He usually comes here, so. Mm. I think it's a really huge relief when you do reach that point. Like, you know, it's like a different level. It yeah. is for me. Because I'm like, that's something that's a part of your everyday life. And yeah. when you can wake up and just be like, man, I have a mean hangover. Check you in five minutes. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, nice. Really, like, right. a relief. Mm-hmm. To not try to hide that. Yeah. I just think it's a big deal because you spend very private time. Or private. I guess just off work time like in the evenings in the mornings those are the times where you would take care of that business and if you're with that person yeah. not taking care of that business that's a big inconvenience yeah in my opinion i don't know i guess it's something like i mean this is it's just a natural human function yeah. everyone poops everyone's everyone the book, right? poops and everyone farts i think yep. it's also Walter funny the farting dog taught us a good lesson <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say if you're willing to do a bunch of other stuff, let's say that it's private and intimate in the bedroom. Right. Like, it's funny to me that, oh, that just takes it too far. That's way too much. Huh. Yeah, no, it right. doesn't It doesn't seem sequential or right, but it's true. Oh, God, Sarah's trying to pour wine out of a box and <laughs> teeter it on the <laughs> side of her microphone. Oh, like, Can Kathy Griffin would say, tip it. I see my entire <laughs> entertainment center getting covered in wine. It's been a long-ass day. Uh, so she's... I do like wine. how these microphones are portable, though. We could literally do anything with these we mics. Could. We could dance, <laughs> sing, They skip. are 20,000 feet long. <laughs> well, anyway, I think it's time to wrap it up. Oh. Oh, are we not wrapping it up? <laughs> we're at 17 minutes. Oh. Yeah, we're not wrapping it up. I want to talk about, and just edit this part out. I want to talk about, um, well, unless we think it's stupid, how we do or don't like to pay for, like, the essentials in life. Like, what, or another example. Is oh, the yeah. Just deodorant, tampons. I hate to pay for that shit. I feel like that should come as like a life supply basket. Welcome to the world, Sarah. <laughs> here you are, and here is your stock of essentials for life. So, right. How would you you expect to just get those things for free? Well, or extremely cheap. But even some extremely cheap things, um, like socks, like... I like to pay for things that are related to like beauty needs like shampoo conditioner any makeup i like to pay for that and select that Mm -hmm. oh see i hate paying for shampoo i don't like to pay for tampons uh, q-tips so in the in the list of things to pay for uh where does healthcare rank on that (laughs) i love that you know healthcare something very vital to your life you know best care should go to that those who can afford it but if you can't afford it die <laughs> but now tampons oh that is a god-given <laughs> right it's some of the cheapest shit and especially last night i was using like my discount card at target and justin bought a new loofah for himself like we each have a loofah in the mm-hmm. shower will and justin like, be okay that you just declare to the world that he uses a loofah <laughs> oh i'm sure i don't know clean. but a is it pink is and sparkly or 125 we got home and I was like, oh, you got a new loofah. And he's like, yeah, my current one's like three, four months old. Yep, time to switch them out. Like, you know, they get moldy and stuff, right? And I'm just like, no. That thing, until it gets shredded, <laughs> that thing is good for three Get moldy? Yeah, yeah it uh, can't get moldy. It yeah. can get moldy. It should be switched out probably at least every six months. The same amount that you'd switch out like a scrubby in your dish like area you'd want to switch that guy out like a yeah. sponge type situation yeah. plus like your skin's all over it you have like dead skin cells and they're a dollar <laughs> more dollar. more so, importantly <laughs> they're insanely inexpensive whether you switch out loofahs or not because i'm actually in the same camp as sarah on that one oh. um you just don't want to pay for this stuff 
Is that this whole topic? Well, not like I don't feel like I should. Not like I feel like I'm so self-righteous that stuff should just be given to me. It's not that. It's like that's just the stuff I hate to um, spend money on. I'll agree with. I mean, I hate like I just had to buy socks today, and yeah. I hate buying dress socks. I think it's the most painful thing ever. I'll let I don't my know socks why. Get holes but then, like, it's still stupid. Like, just because I buy a pair of argyle dress socks, they're ten dollars for a pair of argyle dress socks. Are you kidding me? They're dress socks. They're nylon socks. <laughs> but you're making a choice to buy those. You could buy some crap socks at TJ Maxx. And if you there's to. nothing wrong with TJ but- Maxx. I have a personal thing. I love TJ Maxx. Like, it's my job. Bless that store. But I think it's still just the point. Like, there's socks. Yeah. Well, you, underwear. We talked about underwear on episode one. You pay 20 bucks a pair. I pay yep. $5 a pair at most. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I guess I feel too. like underwear is one of those shampoo pleasurable items that oh. like, I like paying extra for. So what I think we're learning here is that we all have different items that we don't like to pay for. We all have to right. say luxuries, I like, too. I like buying new white socks because there's nothing better than putting on a fresh pair. Oh, of I completely socks. agree with you. No. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I my like gosh. It's like a dream. Bring on the holes and the mismatch. In my heaven, I put on a fresh <laughs> pair of white socks every morning, mm-hmm. and it just feels right. With a white robe. <laughs> Just walk around uh, and a song that you sing. I know Megan and I have talked about makeup too, because again, just I'll spend eighteen dollars on a fabulous eyeliner, but I'll only spend three dollars on face powder, and that stuff coats my face. And we all know I've been talking about teenage acne lately, so I'm Sarah's sure had a bout with teenage acne. <laughs> teenage acne. Well, I think in order to get teenage acne, you need to be a teen. I think we're running into adult acne at <laughs> oh, the no. moment. So you're, are you both breaking out right now or something or what? No, Skip, as you're looking at me, I'm not <laughs> I don't, that's dealing why I'm asking. with adult like, acne. What's, what's the connection to teenage acne? Well, I don't know what has driven the breakouts, but I'm having, I think I'm probably just stressed and not getting a whole lot of sleep, that type of thing. Um, and I'm getting like total acne. And it's disgusting. And so I tried to go buy this medicine, you know, just shit over the counter, 10% benzoyl peroxide, bleaches all your clothes, pillowcases, whatever. Like that stuff is bleach. Mm -hmm. And I coat my chin in it before I go to bed at night and wake up to like the scaliest skin ever. (laughs) You know what I say to anybody who complains about having acne as an adult? Actually go to a high school. (laughs) You will remember very quickly you do not have teenage acne. It's like now you have like a pimple on your cheek and you curse the world away. And then you see the poor 16 year old who can't oh, yeah. get laid to save his life. Oh, yeah. He looks like a pizza. <laughs> so, Oh, poor pizzas. Yes. I had a year or two of that. So really? I did. Proactive did not work for me. Oh, I tried that. Did you ever do Accutane? No, but my brother did. And that messed him up. Yeah. My sister did. Really? I can't. I did Retin-A, and then I did self-tanner, and that was a disaster. (laughs) You know, the only surefire cure, and I hate to endorse this kind of thing, the only surefire cure is the tanning bed. It really is. Or the natural sun. You can do the natural Mm -hmm. sun, too, obviously. But the tanning bed. And I almost, last week, I was like, I'm just going to go tanning a couple. I'm going to go tanning three times, zap, gone. Mm -hmm. That stuff just dries it out in a good way, though. It doesn't make me scaly. It's true. You have to keep going, though. Bonus. You get a tan. Yeah. Yeah. I love tanning. I do, too. Let's all go tanning now. Together. See you guys Super. later. There's a great tanning salon here. just two blocks from my house. I'm telling you, it's cheap and nice. All right. Mm. Love you, listeners. So oh, Sarah's done. <laughs> She's I done. Thought we were, oh, I thought that was our cue. <laughs> That's fine. We can sign off for it. 23 minutes. It's fine. Okay. Well, thanks for hanging with us one last time. Mm-hmm.
I mean, what? not last time. Oh, another time. world, everyone. Goodbye, cruel world. Speaking of which, does anyone think take care is like yes. goodbye? Yep. Peace. I, see you later. Um, I say take care a lot. Okay, we don't need to delve to into this right now. No, we don't need to delve into it. But I don't think it's the final send-off. I think farewell <laughs> is... Go die. I say take care. <laughs> I say take care. I say take care of yourself. I say take Bye. care in a very sincere way. Bye, take care. Yeah, I just hear... Sarah, that winds up to fall off onto my chair. Let's <laughs> oh. watch it. All right. All right. Um, join us next time. Where Sarah Bye. will be drunk again. Bye. 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 <laughs>